this like just vulnerability. If you feel like you're in a stage in your life where you're a bit lost, talk about that. What does that feel like? You know, dig into that. Being vulnerable is one of the reasons a lot of like music artists, for example, are so successful. I we have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. For me, I feel like I have constantly, like I've tried a lot of different things to kind of figure out a passion um, or something that I am really like interested in doing. Um, I've made videos before, I've done podcasts um, and I've done a couple other things. Um, and it just feels like I can't really like latch onto anything or find really a passion. Um, and so we kind of discussed how I've done different stuff. Um, and then you recommended um, that you have to take copious amounts of action to um, find something that you're passionate about. And so I'm just trying to figure out how you would go about doing like that copious amount of action or how you would go about doing a bunch of different things to figure out what you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think like the the first thing you said, you made what, 40 YouTube videos? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's, you're like, you're definitely a step ahead. So you've done it once, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like when people ask me, should I start a YouTube channel? Like, do you, like, is that a good idea? I'm like, well, just make 30 videos and then see if you like it. So how do you feel? You just, did you like making the videos? Yes or no? I, I enjoyed making the videos. I think one of the problems is a lot of my content was college related. And now that, you know, I'm kind of not necessarily right. around that, it's kind of more difficult to find content. And I also think that that the experience of doing that while in college was a gigantic time commitment um, that really sucked a lot of time, you know? And so one of my questions I was, I was talking to Jack about how we would go, like how he goes about like going through an editing process or like, you know, what he would recommend and how to kind of expedite that process to make it more efficient. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm into making videos. It's just, it's difficult right now with kind of my situation to find stuff to film. I feel like. Um, yeah, I got it. So I mean, there's a lot of different ways I can go with this. Um, I could probably talk about this rest of the call, but I'll try to give you the the 10 minute version before our guest pops on today. But um, yeah, I mean, one, like, yeah, it's a big time commitment, but that's kind of, you kind of have to accept that. I mean, when I was in college working on my YouTube videos on my content, I would just, I didn't play any video games. I didn't, you know, uh, I, I would leave parties early, right? Like I, it, it was a, I knew and was excited that it was a five, four to five hour commitment per day. And I put it at the end of the day because it was the thing I, at least in my college uh, schedules, the thing I looked forward to the most. So I knew that if I put it at the end of the day, then I would just kind of find the energy. Like I knew, I knew I, if I put homework at the end of the day, I'd fall asleep, but like put making content at the end of the day, you're going to be able to find energy to, to put into it. I'd also look at, you know, Matt Diavella is an interesting example. Um, I mean, there's so many great YouTubers who are able to tell stories from nothing, like from their house, you know, like just from your room. Uh, John Fish. Have you looked up John Fish? No. Uh, John, he, he might be a good one to check out. More so his older videos. He's this Harvard freshman who really was able to build his brand off kind of being a, a Harvard freshman, you know, and he, and he really almost not everyone, but most people who are at Harvard, first of all, are pretty well-spoken and intelligent. And then the second you put Harvard freshman college advice or Harvard, what it's like to be a freshman at Harvard, it get blows up, but he did it really well. And he's a great example of someone who's able to just tell a story without 
having to do anything crazy, which is, I think what you feel like you need right now. And you don't need that. I also hate to say it too. I don't hate to say it, but I watch Emma, Emma Chamberlain. She's and her videos. She doesn't do much at all. Like, and she even is very upfront about the fact that she feels like her videos are very repetitive. She feels like she doesn't have much to say. And she just, but yet you're so you're like, why am I watching this? I don't know. She's kind of good at just keeping your attention with the way she speaks, the relatability of it, this, the kind of like anecdotes and insights that she gives. Um, and I think it's just her consistency in documentation. So you know, like if you're strapped for content ideas, the answer is always just, well, put the camera on and say, you feel like you're out of ideas and then just expand on that. You know, um, and then the the other uh, this is the more business answer I would give you is like. If you feel like you need an external thing like college to build your channel, then you just might be thinking about your channel wrong from the first place and how you're building your brand wrong in the first place. Um, like if, if anyone ever asked me why I built my channel the way I did, the answer was because I was making college content to serve the younger version of myself. So the younger version of myself struggled with anxiety, negative thinking patterns, depression, and only watched I'm Schmacked videos or Life According to Jimmy, who, by the way, I met Life According to Jimmy. Anyone here know Life According to Jimmy? I think I talked about this. Yeah, you do, Connor? Yeah. I met him in the, in, in the grocery store. And I was, I was probably the most, because I, I, he was a huge icon. Like, I watched all of his videos every Monday. He uploaded every Monday. Um, anyway, younger version of myself is watching that. Definitely not into psychology. So I basically what I did with my channel is I picked a problem with a very specific target audience and I made videos that I knew that that target audience would be looking for college party content. So rethink your channel and why you're making content in the first place. Like who, who is it actually for? And like, when you think about it like that, then it's a lot easier to kind of use your imagination to figure out what, like what angle you can take. Like if you're not in college and you really do want to make college content for whatever purpose, you know, story time, college story time. If you um, maybe do some exploration and, and realize like you actually don't care that much about is there, is there any part of that answer that you want me to elaborate on a little bit more? No, I mean, so what would you recommend? Like, how would you go about, you know, like recording? So, so my story, like I left college because I didn't want to do online Zoom classes and it was kind of a waste of money in my eyes. Um, but now I just kind of work, you know, a full-time job. I don't really do, especially with COVID, there's not a lot of like crazy, super interesting things. Um, and like I could do sit down story times and like have those kind of conversations. But the real reason why I started a YouTube channel was like kind of the similar issues of you of like I was a, you know, a high schooler, wanted to know what college was like, wanted to know, you know, like how to figure out what would be the best experience and what would be the best way of going about it. And so like my highest YouTube videos are like, you know, first day in college or like, you know, what a dorm is like, you know, so it's it, it, how, how would I transition out of that into like not being a college student, but still trying to not necessarily help college students, but help like people below or, or younger than me that are, you know, kind of traveling, you know, towards, you know, this, this stage of life that they're trying to figure out. 
that last sentence sounded to re- seem to resonate like this stage of life that you're trying to figure out. Talk about that. I mean, like be totally, I was actually, we were talking to, uh, um, three rivers over here about this, like just vulnerability, you know, just if you feel like you're in a stage in your life where you're a bit lost, talk about that. What does that feel like? You know, dig into that. Um, being vulnerable is one of the reasons like a lot of, uh, like music artists, for example, are so successful. I think Rowan, did you put the Hobson NF track in the group chat? Not me. No. Someone put a, or was it Graham? Oh, it was Austin. Yeah. Yeah. That, so I don't know if you guys have heard of NF. I had never heard of this guy until this morning when I uh, finally clicked on the video that Austin put in there. Um, and this guy's, I mean, it's just Hobson too. They're both just like hard on the sleeve, you know? And I think um, just like the more honest you are with yourself and what you're actually feeling, if anything, you know, uh, like it's just like, there's no excuse not to tell the story or the, 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 the story that you're in right now. Like if you, the story you just told all of us is the story you should be telling now. Yeah. You don't have to like make anything else up. It's just, it's in you. Just, what are you feeling? Just let it out. Got it. Okay. There's, there's no puzzle really. Yeah. So I'm overcomplicating it. You're, you're trying to like overcompensate. I hope you're enjoying this channel and these videos. If you like them, you can subscribe right here. There's a whole playlist about how to build a social circle from scratch right here with really high quality content. And then right here, you can learn about how I help men in Tribe Accelerator build a circle from scratch of high value men and women.